1: I've always
0: been an entertainer, and I was working in Orlando, Florida at the time, and I was a DJ and MC, and I was doing all these things with my life. One day, I was doing a commercial for Harry Potter and the, the theme park at right, Universal Studios, and one of the producers came to me, because I was you know, backstage being myself, and one of the producers came to me and said, hey, you should go out and try to be the warm-up guy for Family View. They're having auditions tomorrow. I had no idea... What a warm-up guy was to the point where I had to Google warm-up guy, and so uh, I googled it. I figured out it was kind of like a pre-host, and I went in completely out of my element. This was just, this is not—I I mean, at the time, I didn't know what this was, and I went into that audition. Uh, backstory: They usually don't audition for this role, but because they had moved Family Feud to Florida uh they were looking for talent they they let me audition i did not get it i wasn't the guy who got it i wasn't the runner-up but come down to showtime uh the guy who originally they picked couldn't do the first week i went in and knocked the doors off that bad boy and i've been a warm-up guy ever since many years later after been doing family feud for a while i've been a university student for about 20 years but steve harvey who i've worked for at the time with all of his shows to chicago a city that I have never been to. And I to be, to be honest with you, I heard nothing but bad things about. And so I left my wife at the time and my one and a half year old son stayed in Orlando. While I went to go live in Chicago for a year by myself just to make sure that this worked, that it all worked out. And here we are many moves later. And I uh, met you guys while I'm doing Kelly Clarkson. And that's pretty much my story. Just everything about my life right now, especially my career-wise, has come because I step out of my comfort zone. This is another thing about what I do at comfort. I have to walk out in front of a room full of people who don't know who I am, and I have to endear myself to them within the first few minutes so that they will be cool with me for the next two or three hours to sit in the studio. My entire life, my entire career has been, quite honestly, stepping out of my comfort zone. I'm glad I went to Chicago It was uh, quite honestly the best thing that ever happened to me because coming from Orlando to like a big city that is Chicago, I had never experienced crowds like that. And so if I had never gone to Chicago before, I would have never gained that muscle. I would have never been able to come out to L.A. There's just no way. Because I just I wouldn't have had the, the train wheels. Everything you see behind me is mine. I am a big old nerd. I do not ever plan on growing up. I make a living having fun. And so I reflected in all aspects of my life. That everything I wear, everything I buy, everything I do is I want uh a long time ago I stopped caring what people think about me. And so I just do whatever makes me feel good. It's toys and fun clothing and being loud and crazy it's it's my. It's what I love to do in my life. Yeah, me and my wife were both performers at Universal Studios. Uh, we were backstage. Uh, it was her first day of work. And she had come in, and I was messing around with my friends. And I said, I'm going to marry that girl. And they were lying. It was a big joke, you know what I mean? Cause, but uh, many years later, uh, we did start dating. It was one of those off and on situations, <laughs> and yeah, she is a big part of my success. Me and my wife are dating, and she was like, "You're very funny." I said, "Oh, thank you, man." She goes, "But you're a jerk." I said, what, do you, what do you mean, I'm a jerk? She goes, "You're very, very funny, but you're so much of a jerk that nobody can see past the jerk part to get to the funny part." And I didn't, I didn't know what she was talking about, and and, I, and it took me a few days to kind of come to grips with what she was saying. It was a life-changing moment for me because I, I didn't realize that I was coming off a certain kind of way. You know what I mean? I thought I was just being me, but being me was super sarcastic and super critical. I didn't realize that's who I was, but if I had never met her, if I had never dated her, I would I don't know if anybody would have ever been brave enough to just come out bluntly saying, Hey, listen, this is why you're not getting any success in your life it's because you're asking. And, uh, thanks to her. Here we are.
1: I can't imagine how difficult it must be. You seem like a person who, you're a people person, face-to-face people person, love people. You can read the room. You walk into the room and yeah. you can read that room. You know who's going to be, you know, somebody who's going to be good in the audience and somebody who's going to be like, oh my God, get this person away from me. How did you manage to do that during the pandemic when you just had little iPad screens that you were looking at? I'll be 100% honest
0: with you. It was tough. Like, uh, even walking into the situation, knowing that, you know, again, you guys have been online and you guys have been to a lot at now. Nice. You guys, have, you guys see the difference, you know, right? Because there's one where y'all when you're in the, when you're online, you don't see the other people around you. You don't see, you don't necessarily have the connection to the stage or the artist or the performer that's on stage. You're not getting that kind of feedback. Uh, you're at your house, so you're nice and chilling, and you got your snacks over here, your couch over there. So it's it's not the same experience. And for me, as a performer, as a warm up guy, it was daunting. I'll be real. Like the 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 week leading up to it, I was just trying to rack my brain with, okay, can I still do this? Can I still do that? Will they respond to this? Will they respond to this? Thankfully, um, everybody who who was willing to come on the, the live streams were pretty cool. Everybody who Logged in, wanted to be there, so it ended up being a much more positive situation than I thought it was going to be. But yeah, no, it was it was a little tough. I I mean, I, I mean no bones about it. It was probably one of the tougher things I've done as a woman guy. Literally trying to figure out, hey, there are forty people on Zoom screen that I have to entertain. You know what I mean? Because you're not getting the same thing. You know, you guys watch the show. They cut the feed off the commercial break, so you don't get that connection with Kelly. You don't get so it wasn't the same thing. Thankfully. Everybody who came ended up being cool. Thankfully, everybody understood, hey, it's COVID, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and we're just trying to give somebody a little bit of an escape. And uh, everybody bought into it, we had a little focus.
1: What I also noticed about the audience, because I was sitting right next to her, is what people will do for a $5 Amazon <laughs> gift. <laughs> it's $5. <laughs> and it's people, people stuff. do anything. <laughs>
0: It's such a weird phenomenon. If I said, "Hey, I will give you five dollars to do this," you wouldn't say no. But if I say, "Hey, I will give you a five-dollar gift card," people lose their minds. Right. I, I, I don't know why, but I'm grateful for it. You feel know I me? Mean? It was, it was, it was kind of bored out of the fact that I, I, I usually when I was before in this life, I. Pie and sliding kittens for Nickelodeon. And uh, so, you know, there's those all little trinkets and prizes and stuff to give out there. With this show, there's not a whole lot of swag. You know what I mean? There's not a whole lot of t shirts and mugs or anything. I can't really throw a mug at a person. So, literally, I just started going to Starbucks. I I get hundreds of dollars worth of gift cards. They're in a drawer in my room over here. And that's what I do. But you're absolutely right. People will lose their day by for a gift card in Starbucks. I don't know. Personally, though, uh, one of the things that made me so happy was looking up and seeing Perry up there. Like I did, I, I remember you you had hit me up on Instagram and said, "Hey, am I be at the show?" I was like, "Oh, okay, then y'all see her." And then I, in the middle of warm up, I like, "Da da da And then I saw the whole thing was off there. you are like a celebrity around the
1: show. You meet a lot of celebrities, obviously, because you're in the room and you see them come out. Does your jaw still drop? for anybody.
0: I don't get starstruck very often. I am lucky enough that I'm in a job where I get to meet a lot of fun celebrities. I actually don't even talk about it to other people a lot about it because they think that I'm bragging and I'm not bragging, it's just literally what my my career is right now. I'm a big nerd, okay? As you can see, I'm a big nerd. So pretty much anytime I see somebody from maybe like Marvel or I'm a little older, some of the 90 stars from old movies that I used to watch back in the day, those are going to be like, all right, it's kind of cool. Like, I got to be meet uh, Nathan Hasselhoff, uh last season when he was at the show. And i like, all right, all right, it's cool, it's cool. But for the most part, because and I'll be honest, it's not even from an arrogant point of view. It's from, I want these people to view me as their co-worker and not a fan. Fans kind of swarming them, right? But if I'm on stage with you, I have to act like I belong there. moreover you start fanning out, you don't belong there anymore. You know, so I do my best that even if I am geeked out over a celebrity, I wrap it up real tight. That way, nobody feels weird about it. A lot of folks treat what I do as a living as a set in stone to something differently. Uh, I don't. I look at my, what I do as a career. I literally make good money and I'm living my dream. um, And I get to go to work every day and have a whole lot of fun and party and with that fun and party, I get to provide for my family to perform at this level for the rest of my career. I will be as happy as I can be. Uh, pie in the sky. If, a uh, someone were to throw a game show at me, I would not say no. I would absolutely <laughs> do that. Uh, I got the opportunity, uh, right before COVID hit, I got the opportunity to tour the country as the host of family feud. They did a, a live showing of it. And, uh, it took me back to my own Nickelodeon roots, and getting able to perform as a host in front of people. Instead of being the guy before the guy, I was the guy for a little bit. But that being said, like back to what I originally said, I, I, 10 years from now, um, i probably be finishing up my career at that point. Hopefully, I'll have some investment stuff so I can send my sons off to a great college. And uh, yeah, yeah. i probably still be in the, in the industry in some way, form, or fashion, whether it be from a producing standpoint or a casting standpoint or even a writing standpoint. Uh, but for the most part, I think I'll
1: be doing this.
0: <laughs> I really trying to help other people do this.
1: Did you ever imagine as a kid that this is what you'd be doing and how much joy it would bring you?
0: Absolutely not. Everything that I've gotten has been just uh, a a weird dream that I did not know I had. When I was going to school, I wanted to be in the medical field. I did pretty well okay in school. But then, you know, uh, I was always a performer. I've been working as an actor, a performer since I was 12. I was doing Nickelodeon shows when I was 12, you know. And um, and so even I in my brain, even when I started to really start hustling, I was in Orlando and I was doing a lot of shows. My plan was to run a DJ company out of Orlando. I didn't have an entertainment DJ company. And, you know, they say, if you want to make God laugh, make a plan. That plan went out the window uh 11 years ago, right, in that audition, because I didn't know this was even a possibility of a life, you know what I mean? And now that I'm here, I'm so grateful for it. That's why I'm happy. I'm, ha- I'm happy because I'm grateful, because uh no matter what physical ailments, ailments I have, no matter what trauma I've had, no matter what problems anybody in my family has, I get to wake up every day, and that's it. I get to wake up every day. And then when I get to wake up every day, I get to go have fun. I I can't, I can't be mad at that. My two main gigs, I get to work with world-class Kelly Clarkson. My other main gig, I get to work with world-class Steve Harvey. Both of those people come to their jobs and they enjoy what they do, okay? And uh, they both are in the mindset that I am, is y'all didn't come here to see my problems, right? Even if the moment before you guys got on stage, I got all four flat tires. You don't care about that. You came to have a good time. Uh, everybody has a gift in this life. And uh, uh, my gift is that I have the ability, no matter the setting, to let people around me have a good time. And I have just somehow, some way, uh, made, that, made a career out of that. You know? nice. And so thank you for the compliment. But I, I really do. I love what I get to do it. I love to hear that because that's all I want to do. All I want to do then y'all didn't come to see me. I have the DVD extra, right? Y'all came to come see the stock, right? But if, y'all, if I can, in those first couple of minutes, get folks to the point where they're like, oh, we're here to have a good time. It's not going to be some stuffy thing. This is not going to be a board meeting. This is going to be fun. And I've done my job correctly. All I want to do is make people have a good time. It.
1: How do you keep up your energy?
0: Five-hour energy shot and B12. But uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> just to get me going. That's how I get going during the day. Uh, but I've always been kind of naturally energetic, much to my parents' chagrin when I was younger, because I was the hyperactive kid that the teachers called before. <laughs> oh, exactly. My father is, uh, my whole family is military. And so he we went to military schools. And so when you have these very straight-laced military schools, and I am the class clown, and you <laughs> it did not work out very well growing up. I was smart. I was doing you know, quiet like my wife is. My youngest son is every cup of coffee I've ever had.